Nowadays, Mr. Meldrew, a hernia repair is one of the simplest operations there is. The only worry is if, if they have to take one of your testicles away at the same time. Is that a fact? Which is quite common, apparently. But then, you can always have an artificial one put in. When I was in Los Angeles, there was a clinic in Beverly Hills advertising them in the supermarkets. $65 each, plus tax. Or three for 150 Actress Story Mantle, best known for her role in the BBC comedy One Foot in the Grave, has died aged 97, her agent has announced. She died peacefully at home, a statement said. Mantle played Jean Warboys, the annoying friend of Victor Meldrew's wife, Margaret, in the BBC series. In 1979, she won an Olivia Award for Actress of the Year in a supporting role in the stage show Death of a Salesman for the National Theatre. In a statement, her agent said, It is with great sadness that we announce the death of our beloved client, a much-loved stage, screen and radio actress, Dory Mantle, aged 97. She died peacefully at home. She is survived by her two sons, four grandchildren, and one brother. Mantle also starred in the BBC Detective series Father Brown and played Joy Fishwick in ITV Soap Coronation Street. Her other credits include My Family, Doctors, Dirk Gently, Jam and Jerusalem, Doc Martin, Jonathan Creek, and Yentl. Hello, welcome to One Foot in the Podcast uh, with me, Tom, and my good friends, Cy and Darren. Welcome, boys. Evening, chaps. It's a bit of a sad one. It's this all is all a... That's right. Sorry, Darren. Yeah, just uh, we found out what a couple of hours ago, Doreen passed away. What an age she lived to, you know, 97. That's uh, no one can say she didn't live a, a long and, and successful Good life. Ending. Great. I was saying to you, Tom, wasn't I? I couldn't believe how old she was. I, I, I put her in her 80s, uh, even mm. when she was, you know, came on your pod, spoke so lucidly and so kind of, uh, you know, good, good memory, good knowledge of everything that's happened in the last sort of 20, 30 years. I remember you saying, Tom, like when you met her last year at the um, the theatre, you know, show of One Foot Now Garth. Remember you saying she was still quite sharp and she didn't seem that age at all. Yeah, she was, uh, yeah, she, well, she had all her marbles, as, as that cliche saying goes. Um, she was interviewed well on stage. Her memory seemed pretty razor sharp. And of course, she um, sort of sat on our on our, on our row. We were, luckily, I was at the front and she was just to my left. And uh, yeah, she watched it from start to finish with a smile on her face it couldn't help i've said before i couldn't help but glance over to see her reaction to her that must have been a surreal moment mate very surreal i know others others felt the same you know it's very yeah. lucky to be in her presence and uh yeah, yeah she did me a solid coming on this pod and talking to me about her time in the show and uh yeah i mean it's like the first main cast member to pass away isn't it it's which sad. ironically for a show about retirement from 30 years ago is not bad going yeah, that's, really? that's amazing uh, it blows my mind though that, like, 2023 yeah. and this is the first time one of the yeah. main cast has passed away exactly. yeah exactly. well Richard Wilson's a whole 10 years younger than her uh, he was Gosh, 87 wow. this year, wasn't he? Gosh, yeah. yeah, I mean, that, that doesn't come across at all on, you know, in the show at all, does it? They look, no. they look the same age. Uh, no, and we, we, we lost Gordon Peters, didn't we, is it last year or so, Ronnie? Sorry. And over the over the years, obviously, have, cast members have, have passed away, obviously. But, you know, the main cast, the regulars, and uh, she is, like, one of the best supporting yeah. characters in a comedy, isn't she? She, she is right up there. Yeah. With 
who we class as comedy like creeps. Boise or uh, uh, Boise uh, and Trigger, uh, you know, who are massive, aren't they? And you've got yeah. one foot Nick Sweeney, Mrs. Warboys, which is fantastic. How is he? Still a bit dozy. Yes, but vague and forgetful. Is he still coming with us on our outing tomorrow evening? Ah, oh, I meant to tell you. We've had a few more cancellations. Seems there won't be the full 55 of us going now after all. Oh, dear. How many is it now, then? Four. <laughs> I suppose it's, it's, it's definitely worth talking about our favourite moments. Who wants to go first? Can, is it What There's are those standout moments for, for you boys? Go on, Si. Oh, cool. go on. Cheers, mate. Uh, I actually spoke <laughs> to, my, to my wife, Alex, about this because she, she loved Mrs. Warboys. Like, a really big fan of her. I watched her in the show. And her, her standout one, which I agree with, was her her and Margaret ending up in the same dress in Hearts of Darkness. So they're good for the day out, don't they? And, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Obviously, it's all shown in that montage, isn't it? Of, of like, you know, Terry speaking, really. You just see them sat next to each other looking really thoroughly pissed off. And uh, and the fat Victor says to her, uh, oh, mind your dress, Mrs. Find <laughs> <laughs> that new dress. He's quite, he's quite, Victor's um, sort of team gene, isn't he? He is. Oh, yeah. 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 Despite Definitely, the fact yeah. he can't stand her to, to her face, he's he's yeah, when it when it comes to it, he will he will back her. Definitely. Yeah. Like, I mean, his foot cemented to her. Oh, I mean, <laughs> that would drive most people mad. I mean, he's comfortable yeah. enough to have a pee. Yeah. By his yeah. side. Is <laughs> is it? It's debated how much Victor respected Jean or not. He definitely didn't hate her. He didn't dislike her. He definitely probably would have had her back when it counted most. They obviously addressed each other not by Christian name. but I think it would have been a bit like, you know, in the royal family when Nana dies and yeah. Jim, yeah, Jim yeah, has yeah, real Jim. feelings. He obviously really loved her. Mm. Uh, I think a bit like that, you know, if, if it came down to it. But then in the Algarve episode where he think, we think she's died, he's, he's quite somber, isn't he? But he's not, he's not seem heartbroken by it, the fact she might be dead. Uh, maybe That's he's true. Maybe he can't quite take in what's going on, I don't know, but... Um, yeah, he he doesn't seem like he's final with his feelings on the matter. He's sort of like it's all up in the air, isn't it? And yeah, and he true. also feel he he looks a bit sheepish about possibly being the cause of her death. Well, I see. He's a part, party yeah. party. Yeah. Margaret gets quite angry with him, doesn't she? Like, oh, she's raging. You, she? you never liked her, yeah. And, and yeah. so it's hard for him to show any emotion, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. What did, what did she say? Um, you called her a swarm of locusts with earrings or something like that. <laughs> Which is a great life, isn't it? You know, you can just imagine. You can imagine Victor, like you know, going off on some vitriol about. Yeah, (laughs) that's something he'd say, you know. Absolutely. Probably secret to the seven sorcerers. Um, It's not like a massive Mrs. Warboy's bit, but it's where she's convinced that Chris is having an affair because of the cream on the pillow. And she's sat with Margaret and she's saying, you know, she's sort of pouring her heart out and Victor's listening to Monty Python. He's just laughing at everything. All the wrong moments. I I think I might kill myself. And he's just... (laughs) (laughs) That is a genuine laugh out loud scene, isn't it? It just shows her being like a brilliant actress and then you Victor just just slated (laughs) just laughing at everything. You've also got Annette. Uh, sorry, um, Margaret glare at, at Victor every time he's laughing at the wrong time. <laughs> They're all brilliant. That scene. Yeah, <laughs> but I was saying that's what I was saying earlier. Actually, um, all of Jean's scenes, she's hilarious, and you know she gets mixed up in all sorts. But she's there to set up all the great one-liners and moments, yeah. isn't she? Really. So, like you say, that scene isn't really 
Jean Warboy say anything funny. She's she's yeah. quite upset, isn't she? She's very paranoid about her relationship with her, her husband and what he's doing. Mm. But the funny bit is obviously she's like almost playing the straight man, but the straight woman setting up the one-liners for not a one-liner, but you know, yeah, the, yeah from, from her from her existence in that scene comes the just a huge great amount of laughter you know the waxwork reveal in the fair of the hollow lady just the fact that she picks that over 500 pounds yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. amazed it's like you didn't, didn't pick the waxwork did you <laughs> I, I i used to think that was actually quite and i still do think it's quite a good waxwork but <laughs> I don't she think is... many waxworks look really yeah. that good, do they? Really, they all they all look a little bit dodge. I think it's very horrifying, isn't it? Yeah. That was quite good, though. I mean, but I don't know where you put it. Yeah, probably a narcissistic thing to want a waxwork model of yourself. But <laughs> I got to admit, I'd be very curious, even if I could look in a mirror, I'd be very curious to see what I look like, like three yeah. D me or whatever. You know, not three. You know, just like what do I? How do I come across in the like? <laughs> for some reason, it's different experience probably looking looking in the mirror but it's weird on it though because it's Jean as an old lady I suppose mm. yeah and it's a massive old waxwork isn't it and <laughs> yeah. at, that, um, at the region in Christchurch where they showed one put in the algarve that someone did make their own mannequin Jean and that was on the side of the stage which I thought was a very good effort and uh, I believe Doreen would have been aware of that and her, her sight was very much going or almost gone, but I think she did acknowledge it. So that's well, nice. What happened to the waxwork itself? Because surely that was actually a real waxwork. Yeah, yeah I, apparently... A mock-up of it. But... <laughs> I try to remember what she said when I asked her. I'm sure you I, told her, me, Tom. Didn't her, I think her son tried to track it down and, uh, and yeah. he wasn't successful. I think Maybe was... they remelt these things down, so they actually probably made yeah. it and then had to loan it, give it back to the person they only loaned it or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Two Swords. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or Louis Two Swords. <laughs> I was just another another moment in only a story when uh, the Meldry's wallpapers all come down, <laughs> and you don't know she's under that wallpaper until <laughs> yeah. you, you hear snoring. <laughs> she just slept right through it. <laughs> I think she was staying there, wasn't she? Because of her, her yeah. flooded flat or something. To me, that's like the Royal Family episode. I can't remember what one it is, but you suddenly have Anthony in it. Like, it's mm. just Jim and Barbara. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and Anthony is. Appears. Talking, and then it's a bit like that. Yeah, yeah. It always that makes is... me a bit like, oh. That always, that always gets me. Well, that, that is, I mean, we may as well beast in the cage when halfway through the episode she climbs in the car. <laughs> in the car, yeah. <laughs> and... You just think, no cheese how bad it. was how bad was that traffic that she could afford the time to walk across the motorway to the service station? And so she goes, know. I thought you'd be at least by that dead hedgehog by now. <laughs> Stresses me out every time I watch the episode because I think uh, that was me. I'd be paranoid about the, the driven off. Yeah, yeah. She's just so <laughs> so laid back, isn't she? She's just dumped by an eyelid. Have waited. <laughs> I, I think so. He'd have been hot, hot, hot out of there, wouldn't he? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, I, just, <laughs> I was just trying to think of the moment that she caused the most trouble, single-handedly caused the most amount of... I think reversing the um, yes. her car into the window cleaner. Worst horrible. <laughs> yeah, that's what so I've got. Kid, kidnapping the window cleaner temporarily for a few hours, then yeah. you know, ended up with him going to the BBC show. Like, um, <laughs> Bo Wilf, wasn't it? it was, uh, that's it. Imposter Wilf. One of my ones, Tom, is um, I've only got to say Nippy. That is I think the... it just causes Victor, like, she's badgering him for weeks, and then he's sort of eminent uh, R. He's adamantly no, then he's eminent R, and then he decides and he sort of builds a dog kennel, and he buys loads and loads of tin food. That is single handedly. <laughs> that is, 
that personifies the greatness of Gene Warboy's character, doesn't it? Just completely finding something like that perfectly normal. And like you said, the build up to it, like she, how many times has she pestered Victor to? No, it wasn't even money. to look after the pet, wasn't it? To keep the pet because Mister, yeah, yeah, oh, what's his name? What's Ellsbury? Yeah, yeah. um, was it Ellsbury? No, not, not oh, Ellsbury. No, was... Bugger. Oh, Hang on, Stebbins. No, she it was. You know, there was a there was a character in the first series who got locked in the in the attic. It was her husband, and I can't remember the name off the top of my head. <laughs> Mrs. Yeah. So and So's husband. I thought everyone knew about Nippy. People at home are screaming, going, "It's such and such." Hang on, I'll get the episode now. Remember it in a minute, because I put you on the spot. Bugger it, bugger it. <laughs> Whilst I'm looking for that the character name, what any other highlight moments for you? The Dreamland episode where she's um, she's quite integral to the plot, isn't she? Really, because she's uh, telling the story. The fact that the whole story is shown in flashback, yeah, you know, it's, it's quite quite impressive. But the fact she tells this story to these women who have no idea who she is—that's just <laughs> a great end to the episode, isn't it? I, I can Mr. Bur- Mr. Burkett, sorry, Mr. Burkett, listeners back home again. Finally, he got it. So that one time, I remember watching years and years ago, and it's always like cracks me up at the end. It's like no idea with it. <laughs> no, nice I and wonder she who was. she was. Yeah. <laughs> Typical Mrs. Warboys. But in fact, she says like, "Oh, um, most of this was told to me in the strictest of confidence, <laughs> not, to, not to be bandied around." Anyway, so I was just saying, <laughs> "I'm off." <laughs> I know. And the fact Victor goes to, she comes to the door. This is one of my favourite bits in One Foot in the Grave. Victor comes to the door and uh, she says, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Oger, I can't stay long. And says, right you are, bye. Right you are, bye. That's a bit like the, um, the good morning, goodbye. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, it's what happens the right. It's two similar, similar, similar scenes, isn't it? Uh, tell me this is just a joke. <laughs> sorry, Mr. Meldrew. What the bloody hell is this? It's Mr. Burkitt's dog, Nippy. Nippy? Doesn't look very nippy from where I'm standing. You never said it was stuffed. Did I? No, you did not. Are you sure? I think I'd have remembered. Why would you want a dead dog that hadn't been stuffed? Would look awful. I don't want a dead dog. By the name of all that's holy, would I want a dead dog? So I can throw it across the room in elastic and shout, Here, boy! I just spent £130 building a kennel out there. Why didn't you tell me it was dead? I thought everyone knew about Nippy. He was Mr. Burkitt's pride and joy. And when he died, he couldn't bear to part with him, so he had him mounted. Everyone in the street knew that. Well, I didn't. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not psychic, am I? Don't bring me into the discussion. How can we forget um, One Foot in the Algarve? That's absolutely... She was... She was credited before... Her, her name came up first, didn't it, on the credits? So yeah, she was yeah. like the main star. Yeah, that, that was my other pick. Was uh, where she just she goes missing and she's got like AC rescue looking for her. It's just something that was so funny about Portuguese sea rescue calling out her name, Mrs. Warboy. Because yeah. we used we used to a, a sort of you know a British accent being used to call her call out Jean's name or you know by Mr. 
by Victor. And he's suddenly got. In the dead of the night, because she's caused all this trouble. Actually, it's it's weird how like how funny mm. that scene is when you first watch. Oh, it. that that's uh, that never fails to crack me up. That scene. It's, 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 yeah. Mrs. Warboys, Mrs. Warboys. That's, 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 that's what I mean. It's your classic yeah, impersonation. <laughs> I think I did it on the Algarve episode. So. <laughs> I feel like it's a blink and you miss it before that, when, when she gets taken away by those two policemen or whoever they are. When I watched that when I watched that when I was young, I'd never really recall that. And I think, bloody hell, she, she's fallen off this cliff. <laughs> but mm. we're finding this scene hilarious. But she obviously, she's obviously absolutely fine. Didn't you go there, Tom? I did go to the Algarve. I can't say I was on the right, the exact part of the beach. I, boy, I tried. I was uh, up and down that that beach all, all week. Poor long. wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't say I found the the precise location because there's those steps, isn't that lead up into the cliff tops? For, for you know when they're um you know when they're on that day out, Margaret's a bit miserable. But I, I, what another great G moment in series six? If you took it the fly, there's a few of them. I said a final episode, wasn't it? And mm. she's reading the Mimsy oh, Berkowitz yeah. article about um, can you reverse a, um, a circumcision? <laughs> My husband's got foreskin in the jar. Dear Mimsy, I wonder if it's possible to reverse a circumcision. For the last thirteen years, my husband has kept his foreskin in a jar. But to be honest, I'm not sure it would still fit. <laughs> Any guidance you can give us on this matter would be much appreciated. It's tragic, really, the things people write in about. I mean, listen to this one. I have developed a thick white coating on my tongue, which I'm worried may be dandruff. And despite gargling twice a day with head and shoulders, the problem does not seem to go away. I guess it just comes to the acting, just delivering those lines so naturally, mm-hmm. without batting an eyelid, like it's the most normal. Even um, Margaret doesn't really bat an eyelid at how bonkers that article is. Maybe they're just used to it, I suppose, in that world. What was your budgie's name? Nikki. Nikki, that's it. That's another one where she thinks the budgie goes missing and Victor's traipses it through the rain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, she 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 turned off the uh, air. Central the the center heat is not good for Nicky's tummy. It's Nicky tummy. Quite good for drying out wallpaper, though. But yeah. not for his little tummy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the one episode. I suppose Margaret was really fed up of Jean. Even like Victor was largely okay, wasn't he? Apart from having to try she, and find. She does get a bit miffed in Starbound when she's fed up of hearing about America, doesn't she? She says, True. "Oh." It yeah, was nice yeah. of her to uh, give her a lift, uh, but if America's so great, why don't she stay there? Or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Well, it's 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 such a sad loss. You know, people are going to watch Womp in the Grave for decades more. In the comedy mm. lives on, isn't it? And uh, I I haven't seen her many other things, and she's got a whole CV full of stuff. Obviously, we, Jonathan Creek fans will will remember her yeah. in um, yeah, the name that episode. Sorry, oh Darren, Judas Tree. Judas Tree. Yeah. Judas Tree. And the fact she overhears the confession, so she knows the kind of... Um, I watched it again recently. Paul, yeah. Paul, Paul McGann, ex-Doctor Who, isn't it? Um, yes. Yeah, he confesses that he's uh, yeah, done something and she overhears it or something. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, there's there's just so many great moments, but I, I could... I'm trying to. If I was put myself on the spot, what my what my thing is the, the greatest moment? I suppose it is the nip, for me, the nippy scene, because it's so out there. It's hilarious. The taxidermy dog. That is Victor. It is the height of his... Stress trying to cope with reality. It's pure Mrs. Warboy's daffiness and Victor yeah. getting screwed over. <laughs> it's, pri- it's prime gene, isn't it? 
absolutely, absolutely bonkers. Because Nearly she could put you again for a pursuit, couldn't she, any day? She was uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, she's... That's the strings to her bows. Yeah. yeah. But this is, the, you know, she is a well-respected actress. So I remember her saying that she found, and I also read this in the the in the book, compared to theatre acting, to stage acting, obviously two completely different things. But I think she couldn't believe how much sort of rest time you got in between performing. Yeah. So I think it's a lot more stressful on stage, I imagine. So she she had to quite transition to performing on you know on a comedy set. I think she was quite yeah. anxious, but realised it was a completely different ball game and probably a lot. Not I don't think she was meant it was easy because it was yeah. an, quite yeah. anxiety inducing performing in front of a smaller crowd in, sure a, in a studio. A, sorry, sorry, I saw an interview once with. With um, Richard Wilson, and he, he was like sleeping in between filming. So he's saying it was that draining. We are, having, having the woman, the woman who we talked to at Shillian Way said that she he slept in the bedroom, didn't he? Yeah, that he was it. Yeah, he kip, used to go and have a kip in the bedroom. Did go and have so. a sleep? Yeah. 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 So obviously he's in virtually every scene. Yeah, yeah. I found it quite draining. Well, well, I, um, stage acting is something else, isn't it? I mean, they they do seven shows a week. That's it, mate. Yeah, it's full on. Full on. Yeah, and the matinee. Absolutely, yeah, it's absolutely yeah. full on. She that, that to... blew my mind when I sort of when I went to the the Only Fools show. You know the um, the musical. It blew my mind that they were doing the matinee plus like six, seven days a week. Yeah. That's yeah, that's grueling. That is, <laughs> that is proper full on, isn't it? She that yeah. well, she was last on our screens, I believe, at the the one from the Great Thirty Years of Laughs on Channel Five, and you know she looked absolutely fine, didn't she? You know, yeah. visually yeah, no, speaking, no. I I actually felt compelled to feel like a bit of a knob saying this, but I I sent David Rimmick a text condolences. What well, sad? Just heard the sad news, but he hadn't actually heard the sad news till I told him. Oh, um, so I just I'm just. How how wanky this is! I'll just read his text because I, I feel... broke it to him gently. So, text back. Give me the phone book. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, "He said thanks so much for that, Tom. It was actually the first I'd heard. So deeply upsetting. No one could say she hadn't had a long and wonderful life, but you never want them to go. Some tributes are nice. Co- some tributes and nice comments already filtering through. I see." Which couldn't be more deserved. Having sat next to her so recently, I'm sure you'll be feeling as sad as I am. Very best as always, David. Oh, it's uh, nice he remembered that that you, uh, she'd been with you recently. That's yeah, cool. he's got good memory, though, isn't he? He's yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he on, soaks he? everything up and remembers stuff. This is always intended to be a short ep, but any final words, boys? Are you going to? I just think she, she did episode? so much with what she was given. Really, like she obviously, you know, David was a, David is a brilliant writer and. Gave, gave her a lot to do, but she really made that part her own. And you know, you can never see anyone else doing it. Um, and uh, yeah, she was, she was just like you say, she just adds something. She's not in every episode. You probably wouldn't want her in every episode because it would sort of water it down a little bit. I'm, I'm glad she wasn't in the last ever episode. I think David is right. His justification for that was, you know, um, you know, it needs to be someone different because the thing was proposed, wasn't it? One idea was to have her, or, or you, you proposed, you suggested that time, didn't you? You wondered that it was going to be her. Who oh. ran over. <laughs> well, I think I remember that. That might not be my idea, worked. but imagine if she killed her. Imagine if she'd done, yeah. But but yeah, I think, you know, as, as it is, it, 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 it just, she was just brilliant. She was absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. A, a great, great addition to a great sitcom. What? Oh, God. Oh, tell me it's not. Surely. 
It's been deep fried. I think I need some fresh air. What are you doing? Looking to see if there are any more. Yeah, yeah, I, she's I agree. Brilliant. So, yeah, she definitely held. Well, she more than held her own. You know, and the fact that we're you know talking about her now. Yeah. When she's not, you know, she's a main character, but obviously Victor and Margaret, Margaret are the main two. Yeah. I, I kind of felt I wanted to see more of her though. Well, that's the beauty. Like, that leaves she wanted more, doesn't it? It's the same with Nick Swainy. Yeah, they, like they Mrs. Swainy wanted to see more. Of, yeah, but... they could have. It would still be hilariously funny, but you know, it was probably right how David Renwick approached it. Just half a series at a time. For each yeah. of those, those, yeah. those she, outside she, characters. She, I mean, she was there from the very big series one episode, well, wasn't she? And um, yeah. Aubrey being very tactful with um, sort of all but rubbing it into Victor that he's retired and he's going to be absolutely go be bored crazy, bored stiff. Even it is a shame, like storytelling wise, that it, it left on left on bad terms with thinking Victor was a bit of a. That's <laughs> the only thing a, I was I would have add to that is yeah, I think yeah, her her ex- misunderstanding episode. Perhaps could have, couldn't, could have been different, but you know, yeah, that would have been rectified. Who am I to say? I'm no one. That would have rectified that in, there, in the there. grave, isn't it? Say again. That's pure one foot in the grave. Yeah, isn't exactly. It? Yeah. In fact, yeah, actually, right. It does it's, it's very fitting, isn't it? Really. In some ways. Yeah. Oh, God bless Gene Wall boys. When when a comedy character or an actor actress passes away, some people sort of like automatically go, "Oh, rest in peace." You know, when it's when Roger Lloyd Pat died, or Triggers died. Like, do you want to? settle that in your mind that they've gone like obviously they'll live on in that universe but obviously yeah they've died but I don't I don't always think of it as like oh Mrs. Warboys has died no she's not she's yeah. you know, even though it's 30 odd years on she's still there mm-hmm. just spiritually she's still there they're all still there but you know we watch Fools and Horses for example many of the cast have gone Vicar Dibley a lot of them passed away but I don't think of them they don't automatically have their characters killed off do they the person who decides you- that is the writer so but she was nicely updated, wasn't she, in David's book, in his most recent book, you know, giving yeah. her Twitter and things like that, and giving her a, her, her pen pal, the um, j- jailed um, guy in America on death row, wasn't it, yeah. or whatever? Just so, you know, wrongly it... imprisoned, but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was nice for her to have a have fleshed a... out a bit more, wasn't she, really, in a way? And, and yeah, give... go back to the cousin Will thing, she in the worst horror of all with the, the window cleaner, in that I've said in my book review it is a spoiler about that bit of writing that scene but he, she do, he does go on to uh, die the, the window cleaner because he's so disorientated and bang, bashed his head one too many times and ends up dead in the bbc studio that's um in, in <laughs> even more dark but yeah so yeah yeah whether you whether you treat the book as a completely separate entity or not is up to the fans isn't it but yeah i just well round this off with saying a big a big thank well for a big thanks to uh you know david renwick for writing such an amazing character but yeah we love gene war boys provided so many laughs over the years you can hear my late grandparents cackling away in my head right now she lives on for me still gonna be watching plenty of one foot what about you boys yeah pretty much the same definitely yeah yeah. all right well uh we'll leave it there thanks for joining me last minute boys on this wednesday evening what a beautiful day. It's been a lovely summery day and ended sadly, but I'm glad her last day was a nice summery one. I, I th- we actually just rewind a bit. We didn't, I don't actually know when she passed. The news was revealed today, could have been yesterday, but if it was today, you know, I'm glad she, she saw some nice summery weather because it's been an absolute shite 
tipping down every other day, isn't it? Very grey. But anyway, yeah, sorry, Darren. Take care, boys. And I'd better get back to editing our other pod. Righto, mate. Fantastic. Um, thanks, Darren. Been a pleasure, yeah, yeah. mate. All right. Cheers, guys. See you in a bit. No, no, it's been an easy hour. A very comfortable. Take your care. And a very pleasant hour. Thank you very much. I find that I always come on later. But you probably look back at this today and see your time and realise it's been kind to you. It's time back from the bed. You never said a truer word, Mr. Meldrum. <laughs> and I appreciate that very much.